Yeah, I got my hot yeah. takes. Yeah. You, you don't want to learn how to use the snowblower. I've told you how to use it. I've showed you how to use it. And then you're like, I don't want to use it. I like hurting my back and complaining. <laughs> That's what I like doing. I want to be out in the cold for an hour when it would take me 15 minutes if I used the snowblower. No, I don't want to use it. It blows in my face. Well, that's because you're turning it the wrong way. Yeah, you gotta think those things. You just think. turn the thing. It, there's two steps. Uh, it really went like ours. It's got a lot of. <laughs> you have a. Uh, a lot of udders? Is that what you were yeah. just doing? <laughs> yeah, a lot of. Oh, does it have like uh, gears on it? Like oh, second yeah, gear, gears. third gear, all that? Well, you live out in the Directions country, of the right? Shoot. It was right. like a rider. Oh. Do you, do you have like a hood for it? No. Nah, some of those some of those bigger ones got the big old hood that you can put on. Or can you put on a hood? You some could get a hood for it. It's an accessory that you, you yeah. can put on so then people like Jamie won't complain about snow blowing in their face. You accessorize? We have yes. a long circular drive, but I did go out yesterday and shovel because it was too wet. For the, for the snow blower. Right. Well, that I used it, but it it got it got uh, it got plogged like two or three times. So was Wean Dog scared? Wean Dog was terrified. Yeah, Wean Dog for whatever reason hates the fucking snow blowers. Whether it's us or or the neighbors using theirs, so she doesn't care about the lawnmower though, right? Well, we have to start off with the now that we've got the group gathered, we have to get the group consensus. Uh oh. On the Irishman. Oh, I didn't watch it. Oh, she hasn't watched well, it. Jamie hasn't watched it. it. Yeah, save yourself. Like it. It's, it's, it's shit. It's a mob one. I don't like mob movies. It's a mob movie. It's three and a half hours long. Uh, it's shit. It's not good. Is the worst problem. Right. And do you find that, much like if you see someone on Facebook that you respected or thought well of when you see they voted for Trump, you think, oh. <laughs> Well, yeah, if yeah. They say, similarly, if they say, uh, I love the Irishman, I think, oh, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I feel like that way. I feel that way with anybody who doesn't uh, think the way I do. There is only one person who I know who said they liked the Irishman, who I do like, and he will always say he likes it, John Serba. John Serba's all about, like, cinema. He's not about, like, good movies. He's about, like, Oh, it was Scorsese, and it had Pacino and De Niro in it, and it has to be good. No, it was shit. It was and shit. All here, and it was very dramatic. Ugh. Those kinds of things. Yes, yes, and and yeah, he's he's very flowery with his words, and John Server knows what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. But the movie was shit. Your friend or an acquaintance, I call him, posted this on Facebook. Watched The Irishman last night. So beautifully shot and told and acted. Highly recommended. Tells the whole story. All the, th all the way. The things we do and the bottom lines. Beautifully told. Set aside the time. The guy's an asshole. <laughs> Whoever wrote that, he's an asshole. He's trying to sound smarter than he is. He's a dumb fuck. The Irishman sucked balls. If you've already seen a Bond movie, you don't need to see this. I mean, was there anything different or unusual about this movie? Yes. What? 
it was lacking what other models. Oh, sure. Are. Yeah. Okay. And I knew it right off when they very early on they started showing you characters, and then you'd see underneath them script of what happened to them, their violent demise. Right. I thought, well, don't we in the mob movie kind of show us that? <laughs> sure, but I guess it did. Doesn't? It did. It, it no, was, no. If any little on-screen this, this, violence, this movie this had zero violence in it, which is the only reason you would watch a fucking mob movie is for the violence. Yeah, we were talking about this tonight, and to Bev and I, and I said, what you remember of Goodfellas is Joe Pesci shooting the guy and the, the kid in the face. I just remember talking funny. Yeah, and then right. shooting the kid later <laughs> and then Joe Pesci getting whacked later. But there's all, you remember the violent extremes that right. kind of shock you. Yeah, isn't he the one that got his kneecaps broken and thrown in the grave or the hole and the guy buried that's, alive? Uh, that's Miller's Crossing, I think, isn't that one? I don't know. Well, <laughs> oh, it just grows, I don't know. My just movies are shit. Me. I don't like my movies in general like the more I, I think about, about it the more I'm like that, they're dumb I do have an exception but I don't think it's a mob movie necessarily it's got mob in it but I think of it more as a crime story have you ever seen The Drop with Tom Hardy and no Numi Rapace no and James Gandolfini uh uh-uh. uh the story takes place in what is referred to as a drop bar where the mob drops off their gamblings right uh, and later a guy comes and collects them all and the but that's really peripheral to the story. The, the main part of the story is the bar owner is trying to rip off the mob. Sure. And uh, by double crossing them, they had yeah, taken over his bar smart. and made it a drop bar. But but it's more. I thought of it more as a crime story. Similarly, I would think Heat is a crime story. Heat's not a gang. I didn't like Heat story. either. Heat was oh, a God. long <laughs> piece of shit. Fuck Pacino, fuck De Niro. If you like either of those, you're a fucking piece of shit. Oh, shit, I love you. Oh, they're fucking... <laughs> it was awful. God <laughs> damn, it was such a long, cover. fucking awful fucking movie. I hate hey, you too, Val Kilmer. The bank Everybody. <laughs> the bank robbery. Fuck this podcast. <laughs> the bank robbery and gunfight in the street is the greatest uh, of all time. No, it was awful. <laughs> the whole thing is awful. Those movies, those characters, those actors, they're shit. <laughs> Nothing good about him. Well, it's not even cinema. To you off the star air, I commented to you on Facebook. I think was it's much more believable to have young actors portray older characters than to have right. these old ass actors trying to portray try to be young versions of themselves. That did not work to my so mind much of it. All. I just didn't understand. Like when Pesci, and we're giving spoilers here of sorts, everybody. When Pesci called De Niro kid, I was like. He's talking to like a 50-year-old guy. What the fuck? Like, he never looked like he was in his 20s. He never looked like he was in his 30s. Maybe early 40s at his youngest, but fuck no. God, it was so bad. Well, my wife looked up as we were watching it because Robert De Niro's character, at really the kind of the central part of the movie, he's right. supposed to be about 40. <laughs> and he oh, looks what? like he's in his late 70s. He's what supposed to be 40 when? What? At what point? Um, when when he calls him kid? Yeah, when they fir- when he first uh, when he's first working with Hoffa, huh? You, if you go back to the my wife looked up the where they the would timeline or whatever, lives, and he would have been in like early forties. Well, and the story, this whole thing, that guy's a fucking lunatic, and none of what he said is true. None of it is. Oh no, none of the- hey, everybody. That guy was a fucking liar, and he was full of shit. That's why mom movies suck ass. <laughs> Okay. Did they yeah. dance a jig? I wish. The Irish jig? Yeah. I wish. The Irishman jig? And we were we were hoping it would be good because we like Sebastian Maniscalco who was in it. 
But about an hour and 40 minutes into it, we said, where is Sebastian? Right. And he finally showed up and he was in a very minuscule role. And people were talking about Jim Norton having a role in the movie. Jim Norton had a role. You know what his role was? He played he played Don Rickles. Who was in the movie what? for all of thirty fucking seconds? You know, afterwards when I was looking up characters and stuff, I saw Don Rickles. Yeah, I thought I don't remember Don Rickles being oh, yeah. in the movie. Yeah, it was but just in it for like thirty seconds. About that, an hour Jim in, Norton. I was so fucking bored that I started looking at other things. Mm-hmm. Sure, there there was nothing engaging about that movie. So if you liked it, uh, tell me why you liked it, and then eat a gun. That's a more interesting story to me <laughs> than the Irishman. And 160 million was the budget. What? What did they spend it on? The actors. I, I fucking saw a big geritol of money went for into those the old technology fucks. Technology of making them age younger, but they didn't look younger. No, today. no, they didn't. They didn't. It was it was bad. Do not watch it. Fuck Netflix. I am going to unsubscribe from Netflix uh, because of this movie. Yeah, are you? Disney Plus, all the way. You're going to unsubscribe from Netflix? Yes. And how are you going to do that? I'm never watching it again, Jamie. Well, never. While we're on the topic of yep. those reviews, you must be about three, four weeks into The Mandalorian by now. Yeah, I've watched uh, all four episodes, and um, I, I had a post on Facebook. I don't have any problems with The Mandalorian. Uh, it's kind of the, like, it, it's not a Boba Fett story, but it's about Boba Fett's, it's a religion and uh, the problem with the show is that it's just they're each episode's too short. Okay. This is they're like thirty minutes long, and uh, the thirty minutes is for a sitcom. A sitcom is thirty minutes. This is like an action drama, and an action drama should be forty-five minimum. So all of these shows they're starting to get going, and then it's over. So I blame uh, John Favreau or whatever the, you say his name. He's the guy who writes it and directs oh, yeah. it and came up with it and whatever. Is, he, is all the money on the screen in the half hour? Or? Is all the what? They must have a fairly large budget. So are they putting? Yeah. It doesn't look like it fits into the Star Wars universe in terms of yeah. the technical. Sure, okay. right. There's uh, you see some stormtroopers. It, it's all like prequel stuff. This is all before the very first Star Wars. All before A New Hope and everything. But are they in space and stuff? Do they fly around? Yeah, in spaceships yeah, and... they have. Uh, it's mostly they're uh, on a planet of sorts. Like they'll fly around and then they'll land. Because for the most part, the character he's just a bounty hunter. So he's just trying to collect bounties. So he goes and he finds people and then he gets them for money. So. And his, so I would bet that that has something to do with the length. Because maybe. it probably costs them, well, what is it, eight episodes long probably is going to be? I, I'm not sure. They probably got a budget like it's two Star Wars movies. Maybe. Special effects and stuff. I think I might like it better, to be perfectly honest, if I binge watched it. If I waited another like two months and then watched all eight episodes or whatever at like one time. Because I hate just fucking sitting around waiting. And then I'm waiting around for a half half an hour show. I might as well wait for fucking watch like Young Sheldon or something stupid like that, right? Are there shows that work better if you see them in gaps? Like, what? <laughs> if there are shows that you need to binge watch and there's there shows that are better. Would we like Pen15 better if we only watched a half hour? Penis? <laughs> every penis? Every uh, three years. 
Well, well considering we, none of us have gone back to penis, uh, <laughs> I don't think it matters. Well, we I don't think Once we watch like have penis. You never go back. We watch. Or you go. I, I think know. we watched three episodes. I don't think I watched any episodes without you. So I think we only watched three, maybe four episodes of penis. So oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Or two of them. So. Well, the the. Uh, the one show Jamie made me watch, I didn't. Well, she didn't make me watch. I sat down with her because she was watching the show last night, and it was on uh, on the History Channel. And what was it called, Jamie? The Curse of Civil Civil War Gold. Yeah. Why can't I see that right? I don't know. Yeah, the Curse Sybil? of Civil the Civil War. Civil War. Shepherd. The Curse of Civil War Gold. I think. And the reason why, I'm assuming this is why you liked it, because it's relatively, it's regional to us. It happened in Muskegon, Michigan. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I actually, it was a client of mine that was talking to me about it. So that's how I found out about it. Sure. So it just intrigued me. It was interesting. Explain more Uh, to these people. We're going to be giving spoilers here on a show you shouldn't watch. The song. What? uh, Before you. uh, Hey, everybody. Elemental Podcast. All right. We're caught up now. (laughs) What uh, platform is this on? It's on Hulu. Okay. Well, yeah, it's on so History not, Channel. Uh, <laughs> but if you have, it's on the History Channel. But, but I want you to plus. listen to what she says about this show. So, there's this theory that there is some civil, some gold from back in the Civil War. That Civil Shepherd had gold. Yep. <laughs> that somehow it got from, where was it, Georgia? Yes. Into Michigan. Jefferson Davis had all this gold yeah. and they caught him. Yes. A regiment, I'm assuming, from Michigan caught him. Yes, right. yes. And then supposedly they uh, scooped up some of the gold and brought it back to Michigan. Yep. And, and I don't know how Hackley gets into it, though. I don't remember. He was one of the guys. Well, I know. Well, but he wasn't one of them in the Calvary, I don't think. I but thought anyway, he was. Somehow he, he gets involved. He's a lumber baron, you know, up in Muskegon. And apparently they supposedly build this this uh, railroad track just to get the gold up to a certain point. And then they put it into Hackley's, one of his vaults. And then this gold, is he launders it in with his gold mines out in Utah. And so anyway, they're just trying to find this gold. They, they, there's some researchers out of Fruitport, Michigan, and they feel like this gold is, is there somewhere. And so they're just like... It's, it's in the middle of now. Lake Michigan. Yeah, hey, it's not anywhere. Because if anybody it, knew about it, they... Well, right. It. So the, as I said, like, the government would be all over it. Here, here's you know? here's many problems with this dumb fucking show. Because we binge-watched it. Yeah. And it made it worse yes. because we binge-watched yes. it. Because every episode... They just kept repeating the yeah. same shit. Oh. Yeah, Every that. show, it's like, these six morons from Michigan uh, think they have some gold hidden somewhere. Because mm-hmm. they were trying to get some other treasure hunter who's fucking wealthy to, Oak Island. to uh, support their, their research, their yeah. endeavors, their search. And so it was them trying to prove to this guy that it's out there somewhere. It's in the middle of Lake Michigan, according to these numb nuts. Because uh, when they were supposedly shipping it to Utah 
to uh, launder it from the gold mines out there in Utah. They were ferrying it across Lake Michigan from Frank, what was it, Frankfurt? Frankfurt, I think. Frankfurt, Michigan, over to somewhere in Wisconsin. And some guy who was in the know, but he was mad that he wasn't getting his fair share, they pushed mm -hmm. this uh, train uh, car off the ferry. Yep. And so I'm like, well, why the fuck would he do that? Then how's he going to get it? Like, none of it made any fucking sense. <laughs> well, I say he probably lives over here, not over there. What? He lives on this side of Lake Michigan and not over there. Yeah, but if you get to the other side of Lake Michigan, then you just take the fucking car. Yeah, but I don't think he was... My, he was just he did, purely they didn't spite. Say. Yeah, uh, <laughs> maybe. They didn't say, but my guess is that he didn't. He wasn't going to travel on it. Or he was, but then coming right back, like he wasn't going to continue on the journey. But I don't know. Okay, exp all right. Then let, let's say that's all true, Jing. Let's say your hypothesis is true. <laughs> then how the fuck is this guy in I, yeah, the 1870s going to get a fucking a train car full of gold mm -hmm. out of Lake Michigan? Mm -hmm. They can't do it fucking now. They would take it one bar at a time. They would never be able to find it. They don't have sonar. They didn't have scuba gear. They had uh, none of this shit. Yeah, they but can't even find that guy. I told you about that one fishing. Right. Three years ago, and the whole fishing boat, and him and his partner are gone. Dead. But if they did it right away, if they would have done it right away, no. then it wouldn't have depth. gone. It wouldn't have sunk down in. You know, it probably wouldn't have, like, moved down. Into the depth. Here, what he, depth did they think it, did they think it went down at? I don't know, somewhere like Michigan. Okay. They were never very specific they about it because be, heaven yeah. forbid someone else find this fucking. <laughs> yeah, there was no GPS back then to mark well, it. Right. And it was always this right. dumb thing of like, is it there? Did they find yeah. it? Oh, yeah. we're not so sure because it's too murky say. and they couldn't see. And there's some sort of non-ferrous metal down there, but we don't know. It's buried underneath right. shit. Right. And they went out to fucking, uh, apparently there was some dude like a decade ago who found all oh. this gold in a cave in Utah somewhere. Reportedly. And then uh, apparently it had Civil War guns and something else with it. So, but he got, apparently this dude got death threats. They never explained that. But so he was like, yeah, I just left it out there in the middle of the desert. <laughs> and like, what? What fucking idiot is leaving millions of dollars out in the middle of the... they full of shit. And government is going to go and get it. It's their goal. Yeah, it, it, like, you it, know, like, so... With they, some of those, do you feel like... I know what you're saying about you get... You get four or five episodes in, you're like, I gotta see how this fucking thing ends. Mm -hmm. She did. But I was like, let's turn this bullshit off. Because they're going backwards. And it's almost like they should have done it in three or four episodes, but now they've somehow determined the formula is oh, eight to yeah. ten, so they stretch right. it. Season, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah. And there was no reason for them to stretch it. Each episode yeah. was like 30 minutes long. It could have been ten. Long. It kind of reminds me of the movie 30 Minutes or Less. Is that that movie? Sure. Where... I didn't really care for the movie, but it's just fun to watch because we, yeah, we yeah. worked right. We worked down there. We watched them filming it. We, you know, we were right there when they were filming it, 
And yeah, and like you watch it, it's like, hey, I know that, you know. So same thing for me, like when I'm watching it too, I'm like, oh yeah. I well, that know. that's the problem that I had with them talking about like Hackley, who who mm-hmm. gave so much money to the city of Michigan. Right. They talk about like the Hackley Park and everything, and apparently yeah. there's like this big tower of him, and then there's a fucking church bell or some shit, and there's I don't know, it, it wasn't him at the top of this tower, it was no, like a, an so Indian or a woman or something, yeah. and they're like, we bet she's looking at the bell tower and so then they get out a fucking uh, drone and they film stuff and and you can just look at it from the ground and you're like yep it felt like it felt like we were watching a very poor version of national treasure is what it felt like and national treasure i enjoy because it's an action movie it's just fun and it's goofy and none of it's real but these fuckers think everything is real and they think everything's a conspiracy because they were like they plotted out Hackley oh, yeah. Park downtown, right. and they're like, it's in the shape of the Confederate flag. And I'm like, fuck you and fuck your mom. Well, it's not just because they have cro- like sidewalks that go like into an Like diagonally, yeah. yeah. That's the only reason why they're like, oh, it's like the Confederate it's flag. It's the Confederate they're flag. Interpreting, they're interpreting everyday life as yeah. secret codes. Yes. They're, they're reading. I always know I'd be out on something like that because even if I read the, uh, remember when that guy used to be in the press that would every year hide some... Oh, yes. Treasure. Yes. In I'd Wyoming. The, yeah, I'd read the first clue, the Riddler. The Riddler, I'd read yes. The, the first Riddler. Clue and I'd always think, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. You're right, right. I'm out. I'm, I'm out. out. <laughs> if you look under the pecan tree in the middle of the sea, I, I, all right, I'm done, you fucking idiot. I feel that way about crossword puzzles. Uh, I feel that way about word search puzzles. Uh, <laughs> Circle the letters. Ah, fuck this shit. It says boobs right here, boobs. It says pen fifteen. Shit. Yes, pen fifteen. Shit. So yeah, it was a that was a shit uh, shit thing too. I was glad it was only like how many episodes was it? Six. Oh, wait. Yeah, they're, they're doing there. the second season now or something. There's oh, no shit. need for a second season. No one cares. Yeah, we I don't, don't care. Yeah, yeah but I, I had a real hard time with the watch. second season of Making a Murderer. Yeah, I didn't watch it either. I, I was did. like, they're guilty. I don't give a shit. The guy's guilty. He, he Maybe he didn't kill that girl, but he killed somebody. Uh, he did something sinister. Keep him in jail. We're all safer for it. Hmm. Am I wrong? I don't know. Fucking Steve now. Avery. So long ago. He's we got, got caught up in watching a similar. Did we talk about this before? The show on Netflix, The Keepers, about the Catholic nurse or Catholic. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. one too felt they like it was started. about three episodes too long. Towards right. the end, you start. They start rehashing what they already. So it's too much, right? They're like going just, on side tangents, and you're just stretching shit out. You're, you're like, it's like you got to write a ten-page paper, and you could have done it in like four. So you're just stretching shit out. Yeah, you gotta yeah. make it into something that it's not. Garbage. Plus, ultimately, with those, there's a sense of dissatisfaction when there's no resolution. Yes. Like when we started watching a, the first How They Were Making a Murderer, we didn't know the guy's story. Right. Mm-hmm. But by the second series, I said, well, the guy's still in jail. <laughs> so this doesn't end with him being exonerated because he's mm-hmm. still right. in jail right now. We'd right. have heard about it if he was out. That yeah. high-powered uh, right. lawyer bitch, she didn't do shit. Uh, sometimes I think these lawyers just like getting involved and stuff because then their name gets out. They mm-hmm. get more money as a result. So, uh, Did you guys hear about that terrorist thing that happened in London this weekend? No. no. What?! 
I think it happened yesterday. There actually was two stabbings that occurred. One happened in London on the London Bridge, and then the other one uh, happened in the Netherlands. Did where did these tear. Yes, it fell down, Jamie. Yes, thank you for your contribution yeah. there. Uh, this guy, he went and he stabbed a couple people. He actually killed two people. And then he's on London Bridge, and there were a uh, three people who uh, went after him uh, to kind of subdue him. And they actually did. They finally subdued him. Uh, and then the cops came. And then, I don't understand this, but the cops shot him and killed him. Wait, okay, I got lots well, of questions. I got Go question. ahead. I got a question on what you do. Guys uh -huh. stabbing somebody in front of you on the bridge. Do you go after him or do you hightail it in the other direction? Oh, I'm running. Yeah, one of the few times you're going to see this lady run, and that would be one of them. I um, first of all, wait. I didn't think London there was a London Bridge anymore. Yeah, that's nope. my first thing. It's there. And then the second thing is, is uh, I didn't think they had guns over there. Cops have guns. Yeah. I didn't think they did. Cops do. Cops can have guns. And they yeah. shot him. They shot the fucker dead. Which I don't understand. So these three guys. One guy, uh, was he used a fire extinguisher. Because they're like, apparently they were grabbing stuff out of cars. Or I think originally this guy was in a restaurant of some kind. And he stabbed two people in the restaurant. And then he ran out on the bridge. Did so make his so right? the one guy had, uh, he had the fire extinguisher. Another guy, this is what I don't understand. He grabbed a, a narwhal's tusk off the wall of this restaurant they were in. So he was using this tusk from a narwhal to kind of like, he was like stabbing at the guy with the narwhal thing. <laughs> and then I don't know if the third guy had any kind of a weapon with him or not, but there were these three dudes who were trying to corral this guy. They eventually did. The guy with the narwhal tusk, he got, apparently he got stabbed five times. Ooh. He got stabbed five times. What? Ew, yeah. why? How? I don't know. And he, well, the interesting thing, he was, uh, he is a Polish national. So he was not even British. He's from Poland. And it all, it now plays into the whole Brexit thing of uh, England want to leave the European Union. And they're like, well, fuck, not everyone in the European Union is a piece of shit, right? Because they're all like, it's us and Europe's holding us back and whatever this or that. So, uh, a lot of interesting stuff. But I want to ask you guys, since this guy ripped this weapon off the wall, very strange things, let's pretend that we're in Fridays, right? We go on Fridays, they got all sorts of weird shit uh, on the wall at Fridays. So, let's say you have three options of to, what to go fight the terrorists. You have a bicycle, you have a trombone, and you have a canoe. So, you have these three <laughs> things. That you can take I'm off the wall. Trombone. You're going trombone? Uh, Jamie, what do you say? You bike, canoe, Wait, or trombone? It's a terrorist. Yes. What does the terrorist have? He's got a knife. I'm going to get the bike because I'm going to pedal out of there. <laughs> You're going to get the fuck out of there? Yes. I'm going to reach yes. up above me and smash that stained glass light fixture. That uh, uh, you. Uh, You're going to take, take that? shard of it. And there I got my own knife. There you go. <laughs> you get stabby, stabby with the glass. You got stabby glass. I don't want to get nearby. Yeah, I don't care. Everybody else is on their own. I'm out. So you're gonna take the butt. You're gonna be a coward, mm -hmm. and you're gonna be like Brexit. Going to Canada. And then uh, you're getting the fuck out. Uh, I think I would probably go with the trombone as well too. Trombone or the canoe? Because the canoe you can use as like a defensive <laughs> thing. How canoe. are you gonna carry canoe a canoe? Like Canoes are not very heavy. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna you're gonna collapse under it. No, you yeah. just have it. You got to hold it in your under it and hold it tight. Yeah. Shield, your captain's uh, yeah. shield. Exactly. Use it like a huge shield. 
Or you can throw it at the guy and just oh, like Jesus. smash him with it. You can't throw a canoe. How are you going to heave a canoe? You don't have to be far. You get close. You get like three feet away. Oh, you're, just out of, you're just out of stabbing distance. And then you take that canoe over your head and then you smash him with it. Local comedian. He's out! <laughs> Local comedian tried to wade into the fight and knocked himself out when he tried yes. to lift a canoe off the wall. Well, or you, like I said, you can take the trombone and you can slide it at him too. You just. <laughs> Like back well, and forth, it'd like be great. Play it and spit at them. <laughs> <laughs> just let like the bad music get them out of there. <laughs> so it's pretty interesting uh, how it was like these two separate incidences of stabbings, and like they're considering both terrorism. I'm not really sure I would consider either terrorism per se. It's just fucking lunatics. Yeah, and this well, the guy in London had been in trouble before and actually been arrested and he had spent many years in prison, but apparently he only had uh, spent half his time in prison. So now they're talking about like, well, why wasn't he in prison more? And it's like, I I mean, personally, I I don't know, but maybe he did what he was supposed to do to get out. That's why parole is there, right? Mm -hmm. And you can't you can't look into people's brains. We've talked about that before uh, to determine whether or not they're going to commit another crime. Well, or he knew he was going to, and he just behaved well so that he could get out. Maybe. And apparently the thing he was at, I think it was talking about uh, helping people who had already been in prison. Like that, I think that's why he was there, because it was like, here are some opportunities that we can do to help uh, ex-cons or whatever. So That's why he was what? That's why he was there at this gathering at the restaurant. Oh. Got it. There you go. And then he started stabby stabby and he killed two people. Killed <laughs> He killed two people. Do they call it stabby pushy, stabby? Pushy? Yes. Pushy pushy? Pushy pushy? What? Whatever they call those Pushki pushki. Oh, push, it's Polish. Pushy pushy the knifey. No, I don't think they the call it in the belly belly. In the in the booty booty? Yes. I don't think so, Jamie. No. Uh, that is a Polish treat. Mm-hmm. I punchki. Know. I think it's called punchki. Uh, is oh, that correct? Punchki? So they should punchki instead of stabby. Stabby, stabby, punchki, punchki. Punchki, punchki. Well, that kind of uh, leads into the article that you sent, Jamie. You want to talk about the article you sent me earlier? Mm-hmm. Talking about criminals and shit? I guess. No? I put it away. Oh, well, uh, I, have it, it. I have it. Uh, well, it I have it pulled up. So do we want to talk about it? Yeah. Well, before you go on to that subject, uh-huh. I was looking up something because today I was listening to an episode of Rachel Maddow uh-huh. where she was, it was a special episode where she was focusing on abortion. Abortion rights? Abortion activists, anti-abortion activists. Oh. And you're talking about how do you know people that get out of prison. God damn it. Uh-huh. They've had the change mentality, and she was sharing in this episode the story of Shelly Shannon. Have you heard of this? I have not. Oh, boy. (laughs) With a name like Shelly Shannon, you're fucked from the get-go. She was, uh, she was born in 1956, so who is she now? I can't do that. Thanks, Boomer! (laughs) She was convicted in a Kansas state court for the attempted murder of Dr. George Tiller by shooting him in his car in Wichita, Kansas in 1993. She was also convicted in U.S. federal court for 10 attacks at abortion clinics using arson or acid. She was sentenced to U.S. District Court by U.S. District Court in 1995, but she served a term and was released last year. Oh, okay. And they were sharing it because the person who now runs Dr. Tiller's former clinic, as he was later 
killed mm -hmm. by. One of these anti-abortion activists, mm -hmm. they've sure. got this lady's picture up because she's known as a hero. They're, they're like, do not let her enter. <laughs> yeah, be aware right, that this right. lady comes around because she's like still committed to the cause. Right. She got mm -hmm. out of prison. Right. So, well, you do your time, right? Like if your sentence is you're doing three years or whatever it is, and then there you go. I mean, like you can't hold these fuckers forever. No, but you would kind of think when they're that committed to their cause. <laughs> you can't think they did everything. They didn't do anything in prison. Then you got to let them out when they're due. They served their time. Yeah, but she was like all through prison writing letters cheering on other extremists. So, so what do you do, though? It must not have Somebody been. should have taken her out in prison. Yeah, <laughs> Somebody should have afforded that. I'm surprised that wasn't a part of her thing where she couldn't communicate with, like, that should have been a part of her sentence, you know, to not to, to not communicate with that type of people. Right, right. Yeah, you don't want to continue to right. associate with the people that got right. you in trouble in the first right. place. So I'm surprised. I wonder if she received any therapy in there. Probably not. See if it says yeah, probably not. So, but I mean, you have restraining orders, whatever. But I mean, then she'll probably just move on to a different doctor, or whatever. You're an abortion doctor. Fuck, I'm gonna fuck you up. Mm. And that's the problem with those people that are like the, the pro-life, because they're all about killing fuckers. Just don't kill that fetus. Right. Don't kill that fetus. But I'll kill a fucking human being. I'll kill a child. I'll kill a woman. I'll kill a man. I don't give a I'll fuck. Maim I'll maim them with acid. All in the name of God. Praise Allah. Oh, shit. There's a picture of her. Is she a beauty? <laughs> oh, yeah. She's a beauty. All right. She looks like a school marm. Uh, it's some sort of, like, cult. She looks like someone should have boarded. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's a keeper. She's a keeper. She should have been stabbed by some Polish guy. Keeping, keeping with the theme of criminals and dumbasses. Jamie, did you pull it up? Yeah. All right. Let's go. Florida man stashes Wh meth. Where? Deep in belly button, please. What? Say. Deep in his belly button? How deep in his belly well, I button? Know. And that made me think about my dad. What? <laughs> Your dad used meth? Yes, all the time. Um, he was a great role model. Uh, but anyway, no, I used to stick marbles in his belly button. What? <laughs> what? Who did this? She did to her dad. <laughs> this is fa this sounds like very strange family time. This is some weird well, show code shit. Yeah, this was just this was just last week over Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> Every once, my dad didn't walk around much in his underwear, but sometimes he did. And I think he was brushing his teeth. I, I only remember doing this once. He was standing, I think, at the sink, brushing his teeth in the bathroom. And so I had like boulders, and my dad had a boulders. Yeah, you know, like big marbles. The shooter. Oh, God, I got to go back to my story a second. Sorry to interrupt. Here's what the lead prosecutor said from her when she was convicted, said now. She's a nutbag. She's completely unrehabilitated and, and totally incorrigible. She has the same mentality and goals that she had when she was convicted. She may do something violent herself, but that's not as likely as her counseling and advising other people to do it. Sure. She, but she maxed, see, that's the thing, like, if she maxed out, I don't know. Like, I don't, I can't see her getting out early if she's doing that, you know, with that kind of a report. But if she maxed out, if they sentenced her to 10 years and she served her 10 years, there you go. That's all you can do. You How many years did she serve? 20? Uh, when did she first go in? 
Wasn't Would you say like 96? Yeah, I thought yeah. it was like 95, so she did yeah. 23 yeah. years. She yeah, she probably maxed out, that's so they can't keep her in there. Because she served her she full time. She was sentenced to 11 years in prison for shooting and wounding Dr. Tiller and 20 years for six fire bombings and two acid Jeez. attacks Jeez. at yeah. abortion clinics in California, Oregon, and Nevada. Yiker dikers. Jesus. Don't move to Michigan, bitch! I'll fucking take you out! So a Florida man... With a fucking canoe. <laughs> Back to the marbles. Finally the... figured out what a belly button is actually good for. Storage? Explain to me, though, how you were putting marbles in your dad's gut. I don't know. How I many could you just... get in there? A couple. Jesus. <laughs> you had a bare beer belly. How... Your belly button's not supposed to be that deep. But when you have a beer belly, then you have a tunnel. But you're supposed to... It's supposed to stretch out. No, now your belly's out this way. Yeah, no, it's funny. like... Yeah, usually when you see them, they're more... Yeah, they're more... It's like stretched. It's not it's deep not, at all. It's not a tunnel. It's like, do you got it's a belly button? I don't think you got a belly button, dude. It's like... It's stretched. No, because it's like this way. Like, the belly goes out forward. Yeah, but the skin goes sideways. It's getting stretched. I think he was out for, forward more than he was out wide. All right, whatever. All right, continue with the story. <laughs> Big marbles? Yeah. yeah. The shooters. Yeah, a couple of them. She sure. used the shooters. Mm-hmm. Jesus Go Christ. big or go home. Yeah, well, he, yeah. he went big and was home. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what possessed me to do it. it was just How like, old were you? you know, I was at eye 18? level to his belly button, and I had marbles. That doesn't sound good, door. Jamie. <laughs> yeah. I was a very experimental child. Did he, like, hit his gut and shoot it out? No, he did tell me to. Uh, he didn't find it funny. It sounds like a weird. Yeah, what if it got stuck in there. It's like a weird show that so you can see at a strip club in Mexico. <laughs> <that> shoots out. <laughs> Ding! What? So how much meth did this guy get in his name? Oh, I dropped my phone. That's what we were talking about, Jamie. I dropped my phone. I got excited telling the other story. Mm. Um. All right, so. He found out what the belly button is actually good for, stashing drugs. Um, Martin Skelly, 41, was arrested earlier this month after he showed up at a Clearwater McDonald's with a loaded needle. What? The smoking gun reports. (laughs) Skelly was transported to jail where he underwent a full body search. That'd be awful. Despite telling officers he had no additional contraband during his arrest, a jail deputy found a baggie filled with methamphetamine wedged deep within the belly button cavity of the 380-pound skelly. He was what? 380 pound? Yeah. He's 5 foot 9. So his belly was out forward more than it was sideways. Wow. Um... And he goes, according to the police report, upon finding the drugs in his belly button, Skelly responded, I was just being dumb and not thinking. Because he didn't tell them that was in there. He forgot. Yeah. Wait, how I, did they think to look? Well, it's a cavity. Strip search. Oh, well, mm-hmm. no. you, what? you gotta lift up things that are hanging and you, you gotta open things I... that have deep things. Cops, cops do some gross things. I don't, uh, I don't and envy them. And then you them. have to cough. Right, yeah. So when you cough, you shoot out shit out of your butthole. Or out of your belly button. Out of your butthole! Mm-hmm. Uh, who does he look like, Jamie? He looks like someone we know. Yeah, I know. 
stop it. <laughs> well, he looks like I don't think we should we name anybody that looks like a 5'9", 380 pounder. Oh, yeah, well, no, it's not that <laughs> We only see, like, his driver license, though. But he, he looks like someone we know. But, uh, but there we go. Whatever. Uh, very unfortunate. Let's stick with drugs. <laughs> Marijuana is now legal in the state of Michigan. And uh, I guess this weekend they were allowing people to go to stores and uh, purchase weed legally, like recreationally, uh, not just for medicinal purposes. What store? Uh, it was a store in Ann Arbor. Because, of course, I mean, that's where they do the dumb hash bash. Oh, fuck. I would, I would love it if Big Lots fucking had sales on weed. Is I'm gonna find a store in a five dollar bin. I'm gonna find a store, right? Well, that's the thing too. They're complaining about. They're saying that the prices are crazy, super high. Super high for the. Well, that's you know. Super high to get super high. Right. That that it's not like affordable necessarily. So they're still like buy from your local dealer on the corner. So I I want to know now. Can people like sell it like that? Then can I sell weed myself and not get in trouble? Uh, or do I need to? Ha- or is there like a license you need to I have? Think you have to do that like way because that. that was the whole thing. You right. You make it legal, then you have to regulate it. You'll get tax. You know, there's tax revenue from it. So that's why it's costing more too. Is because now there's overhead like that. I guess I don't know. It just all seems very strange to me that uh, it would be that much more that it would mm-hmm. cost a whole lot more. And then it's kind of like, uh, they, do you know what you're getting? Like, do you know what you're paying for? Well, right. I'm guessing Mayor that it is looked at habits. by the government too. Like they're saying that regulation, but then also, you know, that cost probably comes down. I don't know how. I don't know what all is involved, but the person growing it, there's. Yeah, they have to keep their license up. They have to, whatever. You know, they have costs. I'm sure they do. I don't know. I'm sure they do, though. I am going to uh, find a store and I'm going to buy some. I'm going to buy some edibles. Mm. That's what I think I'm going to do. Why? There's butter in the freezer. I don't want that butter, that skank butter from Graham. Throw a ball of butter in your mouth and just start chewing. Yelp, of course, has the top ten marijuana dispensaries in Grand Rapids. Mm. Oh, so, but are but are there like uh, for public consumption or whatever? I mean that that's I'm all I'm still very confused about the whole thing. Yeah, is it different? Of course, it's called Duber. Do so they deliver to you? Is that why it's called Duber? Because they deliver what? Is is it different for if it's medicinal? Like is that what you're saying? Well, no, I'm just like, I don't understand the laws behind it. Yeah, like, I, nothing is terribly defined. It's, way to go, Michigan. You're making everything as confusing as possible, right? Like, I know I can go into a fucking Walgreens and purchase a bottle of wine, and there's no fucking problem at all. Mm-hmm. But I have no fucking clue on where I'm supposed to go buy marijuana. Mm-hmm. The Grassy Knoll on Robinson Road? Jesus Christ. Go. The Grassy Knoll. Someone's going to get shot in the head. <laughs> it's right, it's right down the street from the gas station where the lady's car got stolen. Oh, is it? No. Oh, no, I was going to say, that was over <laughs> on Leonard. So. Is it Robinson, East Grand Rapids? I'm not sure where it is. So It's right, yeah. in, the cor- it's right in East Town, it shows. Hmm. Corner of Robinson and Lake Drive. Oh, yeah, I guess that is. That's East Town. So Somewhere specializes in CBD products. It's always CBD products. So. That ad was free. The next one will cost you. 
Uh, so I think I'm going to do that. Just cause. I don't give a shit anymore. Life is over! You know what? I don't give a shit anymore. No, but... I'm going to start doing heroin and meth. Storing it in my gut. Well, it's a good thing I know how to do Narcan. <laughs> you got some here, right? I don't tonight. Don't oh! I didn't bring my bag home. Well, that's unfortunate. I need to Does it? I'm gonna go back to our. I'm gonna go back to our first story, the Irishman. Because here we go. Here's a news article that came up while I was scrolling. Oscar winner Anna Paquin's character remains mostly silent throughout Martin Scorsese's buzzy crime drama, The Irishman, and that's just fine with her co-star Robert De Niro. Oh my God! I don't even remember Anna Paquin being in it. Was she one of his daughters? She played the older Peggy Sheeran, mafia hitman Frank Sheeran's traumatized daughter. Yeah, okay. I think that's when I was just like phasing yeah. out. Yeah. All the daughter shit. I was like, you know, they didn't like him or whatever. And I just phased out of that nonsense. Well, I didn't an care. Idiot. He's an idiot. Why did he say that? Because her performance was powerful without it, it says. So it got boring after the first. The headline that pulled you in. Hmm. Yeah, the headline that pulls you in and there's nothing behind it. Yeah. Fox News. Um, does it being legal uh, give you guys any desire to try it at all? Oh, yeah. I've always said to my wife that I'll try it. <laughs> I just don't want to be caught buying it <laughs> illegally. <laughs> but I'll sure. try it. Somebody puts one in my hand, I'll smoke it. Okay. <laughs> So I was curious, like, I didn't know, because oh a lot of people are on the legality of it or not. Where's so. Graham? Graham? Well, Graham's in Montana now, and that fucker, uh... Wait, he's gone from Arizona to Montana? Three months. That's all he does. Oh, he yeah. spends three months in a place, and he gets out. I thought they were going to stay in Arizona for a while. I, that's what I thought, too. I was surprised when I heard he moved to Montana, but he went skiing this past weekend, and uh, he fell and popped his shoulder out, because he's, a, uh, he's yeah. a fat fuck, and he, he shouldn't go skiing. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Like I said, he should be just sit on a snowboard and push sled. himself down. He should just yeah. be on a sled. Yeah. Well, cause it's funny because he had the post up on Instagram and everybody was like, oh, man, I hope you're okay. I can't believe that happened. And then I just wrote, fucking idiot. He wasn't wearing his lead. There's no, yeah, yeah right. his lead probably would have hurt him even more. But he uh, he said, yeah, your response is the most appropriate one. Is there, he did a sled on his lead. He hurt. Yes. He hurt. He hurt himself right. coming down the fucking <laughs> stairs. So I don't think he should. Uh, he should what? be in any kind of skis. He fell coming down the stairs here. Oh, I don't remember that. I don't know. He and I are on track. I injured myself last week oh. climbing up a ladder. So <laughs> climbing up a ladder? Yeah, I remember I Hit bunked head. my head. Oh, you bunked your head. So yeah, there you go. So um, we already talked. We we're gonna say something. No. Hmm. What? I don't know. I thought we were gonna be like talking about something. We just got distracted. We talked about your treasure hunter show. Yeah, no. Before we talk about the Graham thing, marijuana. Oh, yeah, whether you would use it or not. That's what it was. Yeah. He said he would. Yeah. Uh, no. You look concerned. Well, no, I just was surprised. He was like, yeah, you just did all the day. Yeah, can we want to smoke it? <laughs> I, um, I wouldn't because I don't I just want any desire, but also my work. Too, like they do. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too. Like, I don't understand how they can uh, do drug testing that way for like legality issues or whatever. Um, because it's still not legal federally. But what does that have to do with your job? Well, I 
Yeah, Sessions. You don't have a federal job. Sessions and Trump are still trying to figure out how to make it as illegal as possible. Yeah, those guys are morons. Fuck those two old fucks. Right. Trump and his dumb fucking Rocky picture. I don't understand what the hell that was. I must have missed this. Yeah, he fucking superimposed his head on the body of Rocky. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. The one where he like he had the belt wrapped around his waist and all. I'm like, what the fuck? What's like no caption, no nothing. It's just the picture. You're like, oh god, please take. A- He's the oldest man who uses social media so incorrectly. God damn it. Um, I I'm gonna go back to my thing. The uh, I wonder if because we get funded through insurance, like Medicaid, and there's federal funds involved in all that. I don't know. To so, me, it's just good. Like that's going to be a problem. I think that's going to be a problem when uh, companies are going to drop people, and then it's going to come back positive for illegal uh, illegal substance. But they can still say that you can't use it. I guess. Like you can't. You know, what's hard with marijuana is it stays in your system for so long. Right. So there, that's the challenge. It's not like with alcohol. You know, it's going to be in your system while you're working. Yeah, it's not a good thing. But with with weed, it's going to be in your system, but you're not necessarily going to be under the influence How long does of it, it stay in your system? Like a month or something, I think. Yeah, yeah that's why, like, like uh, when I worked at one place and we had to drug test people, and we would sometimes do hair follicle tests. So you, they, wherever they go, they pull out their hair and they got to get the follicle because then mm-hmm. it will show... Right when they were using how much they were using, because they can just track it through the growth of the hair follicle. Oh, wow. Or somehow. Yeah, I meant. Yeah. Yeah, that's much more expensive, too. It's weird to me when they talk about wanting to drug test, like, people who get food stamps and stuff like that. I'm like, right. the fuck? Who's paying for this shit? You're going to pay more for drug testing than you do for the fucking food stamps, you idiots. Mm-hmm. Right. People are dumb as fuck. Yep. Christ. Yep. Christ on a cracker. Yeah. Uh, Jamie and I went and saw the movie Midway yesterday. Uh, as bad as it looked. World War II movie. I will say this. I enjoyed it enough. Oh. Uh, it was too... It wasn't as historical as I would have wanted it to be. It had a little bit too much Hollywood involved. Yeah, when we saw the preview, because they showed that preview when we were at that uh, special the screening thing. thing yeah. I thought it looks too video game-ish or something. It was just too much. It yeah, kind of reminded that. me of like Pearl Harbor... Whereas too much relationship shit and all that kind of stuff, and you're like, Ugh. and there was a lot of characters of like, I, were these characters really wrapped around each other, or involved in this way? So, I, so it was, it was okay. Jamie didn't like it at the very end because uh, they they wrote something on the screen, and Jamie was like, "What the fuck is that?" She actually said, "Fuck everybody." It was no. unreal. It was unreal. Did not. So what did uh what, what upset you? Just that. What <laughs> upset you, Jamie, about the movie because Midway? It was dedicated to yes. both the uh, the American and the Japanese uh, fighters, whatever you call them. Yes. On the services. Yes. And I'm like, what? Yeah. No. Why? Because. They were not nice. It should only be for the Americans. What did you think of? I didn't see them, but didn't Clint Eastwood do the World War II movie where he did one movie was from the viewpoint of the U.S. and the other was from the viewpoint of the Japanese? I don't know. I did not see it. Yeah, but we weren't even involved in this thing, right? Who? Us. What? And when they bombed 
the Pearl Harbor. Yeah, that's how we got involved right. in the first place They're because stupid. they bombed Pearl Harbor, right? Yeah, now I'm very angry. Well, did you miss I mean, the I knew Did that, you miss the part of why they did that? Maybe. Why? Okay, they bombed Pearl Harbor. They got us involved in the war because they wanted to be a world power. The problem, though, was that they relied on America for too much of its oil consumption. 80% at the time, 80% of their oil consumption was oil that they got from us. So they're like, if we want to be a real world power, we need to kind of take control of this kind of shit. So that's why they're like, let's do this shit. And they, uh, one of their admirals at the time said that he felt that they could beat America in a war as long as it was not a prolonged war. Um, I just find that's all really ridiculous. Yes, I was correct in that. On Clint Eastwood, he had two movies in 2006, Flags of Our Fathers and Letters from Iwo Jima. And the Iwo Jima one was the Japanese perspective oh. on the same battle as Flags of Our Fathers was the U.S. Well, the perspective is going to be wrong. <laughs> Did he say chink a whole lot in those movies? Because uh, Clint Eastwood likes to say racial slurs. I gave you a suggested poll question. Oh, yeah. Who's worse, him or fucking Scorsese? Oh, God, they're both awful. Clint Eastwood, his last movie, The Mule, that, oh, that was God, just as fucking bad as The Irishman, if not worse. Was awful. And awful I'm not movie. particularly hopeful of the new one. He's got a new movie coming he's, out. He's doing the one with the guy from the Olympic bombing. Oh, uh, Jewel, Richard Jewel. Yeah. I don't know. It looked okay to me. Yeah, I bet it's gonna be ponderous. Ah, yeah, <laughs> that'll destroy it if it's super fucking long. But I didn't necessarily see anything wrong with them uh, dedicating the movie to the uh, American fighters and the Japanese fighters. Because, I, I mean, I don't think anyone in Japan was necessarily, like, in the Army or the Navy, be like, yeah, let's fucking kill them all, right? I think it's more like when you're uh, drafted or whatever, and you're like, oh, fuck, now I gotta no, go do this shit? Well, I get that, but I don't understand why that movie was dedicated to them. This is how it went, I guess? Yeah, I don't wrong. know. They're probably trying in some way to acknowledge the courageousness of both sides. Sure. you had to be courageous to be the Japanese guy, too. For sure. It's wrong. No, they don't deserve it. <laughs> it was a decent movie. I would I would, I would, would tell people to go see it. I wouldn't give it a thumbs down. Not two thumbs up my butt. One, one thumb up my butt. Hmm. What would you say? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. One thumb up your butt? It was okay. I, yeah, I mean, I thought the preview looked good. But yeah, it wasn't as good as I thought it was. Yeah, it wasn't as good as I because I felt it was just too Hollywood stuff or something. Yeah, it's too Hollywood, too Hollywood. And then that dedication at the end, it just forget it, done. Well, nothing gets me. Nothing, nothing perturbs me as much as the ending of Saving Private Ryan. I hate the old man in the cemetery part. Oh, do you you why? Stop those. The intro with him in the cemetery and the ending with him in the cemetery. You've got a good movie, but that guy at the end. I don't remember it. Did he feel it was too sappy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. But I mean, it was just. We're at opening night, silent theater, and the guy says to his wife, the old man says, Tell me I've been a good man. I've lived a good life or something. I said to my wife, I could have done without the child molestation. (laughs) Jesus Christ, Jason. (laughs) 
Dear God. You didn't have to touch our kids that way. I think, you know, I mean, it was sort of, it like, it bookended of, like, this is this is why I'm going to talk about the story. Because I think most people in World War II didn't necessarily talk about, like, what happened. Everybody remained relatively silent, I think. Correct or incorrect? Wow. I don't think a lot of people talking about it wasn't war. The, it wasn't conveying that the guy was telling his experience, though. What's that? It wasn't conveying that the guy was telling his experience. I kind of felt like that was the, the, the premise of it, though. It was like he was kind of reliving it with his family members. That was how I interpreted it. I missed it, it entirely. Then. Oh, I mean, that's just how I interpreted it. Maybe I'm wrong. Because I just thought he was reflecting and then in, saying, in his brain. Me I've had a good life or I've lived a good life right, because right. He, he was the sole guy to make it out of there. Right. Right. Spoiler alert. Ah. <laughs> In case people haven't seen that 1993 flick. Spoiler! <laughs> I don't even, it's been so long. And I think I probably had my stuff closed and plugged a lot of it. Yeah, Jamie doesn't like those kind of things. So. Not Very enough. sensitive. You know what's not sensitive? I went to a wrestling event this weekend. And oh, I that's can't, right. I saw you. I comments. can't lie, everybody. I love this shit. The lower budget, the better. The less money invested into anything, the better. Because it's just fucking lunacy. It was at a bar. They had a wrestling event at a, a Applebee's. It's just crazy to me. Jesus, were you over Gaylord again? Mine as well. It was down in Kalamazoo, Wait, Michigan. Gaylord? Gaylord. I was in Gaylord, Michigan. Down in Kalamazoo at the Y Bar and Bistro. Why? Why? Why would you be there? For it, well, it, it was wrestling. It was why were you at the Y bar for wrestling? I was there for some grapples, and uh, grapples. so there the grapples—that's what they call old timers. will call it. You want to see the grapples? Sounds <laughs> like some sort of apple. So did you get into something. it? Were you rooting? I could have because there were easily less than a hundred people. Super, super small, and there it was only like two rows deep. That was it. So were you cheering loudly? Oh, well, th there was a thing that when a, uh, a wrestler did something either really dangerous or stupid, probably both. Holy shit. A holy shit. They were cheering. Holy, holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. And uh, it's just. It's just fucking. Wait, where is this from? Wrestling. That's from the Elemental Podcast. It's just wrestling. That's all we yeah. expect right now. Steve's at home going, holy shit, this it, is good. It is <laughs> fucking amazing. I, I, it's, you just get wrapped up into it. Like a woman uh, threw her drink in a wrestler's face. Oh, I thought you said she threw a bra. Well, uh, she was threatening to beat his ass. So, because wow. it was one of these things that, like, the wrestler was going around drinking everybody's beer. Because that's what it, you were that close and that immersed into it. You and, had to get but, it from me. But I really felt that... <laughs> yeah, was this one of those $10.50 beers? Because, fuck you. No, 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 no. No, this was, this was not at the Van Andel Arena. This, uh, I think the woman who threw the the drink in the dude's face, like, knew the guy. Like, I, these were all, like, local people. They all lived in the state of Michigan. It was very much, uh, again, I felt like I could have gotten into the ring and I wouldn't have looked out of place. So here comes the stupidor, right? Pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. Shaking your mask, and yeah, I should have because uh, I went with my buddy Michael Bustler, and we were just commenting on how many guys had the jiggles. Too many of the guys oh. were just 
They were very jiggly. These guys were not. How many boulders do you think could fit in their belly buttons? Oh, a lot. But there were skinny dudes who were jiggly. So these guys were just they hadn't hit the uh, hadn't hit the gym in a while. But it wasn't until the very end where it was a five on five match where the guys actually were kind of in shape. They were bigger dudes. And uh, it was just so interesting because they were throwing each other like into the crowd. Like that we had to get out of our seats. They were just folding chairs and move the folding chairs like two feet behind us so that there would be enough room for these fucking animals to fucking fight each other in the crowd. Mm. It was great. Mm-hmm. I would go back in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. The next match is in January. So I think I'm going to go. Well, that was the thing, too, of, like, I think these guys would probably hit you. If you you did something to them, they would probably hit you. How do you you become a wrestler? Why don't you go into the ring? Uh, They they have wrestling schools. I know they used to have one in Coldwater. I thought you were going to do one once. No, I don't think it would be good for me. I don't. I, I physically, I don't think it would be good. I would probably get hurt. But Mike, the guy I went with, he's much younger. I think he's like thirty. He uh, he's talked about wanting to go to a school, and they have a wrestling school in Flint. And uh, but he's like, yeah, you know, it, it just seems like it'd be too far to go for the school and take up a lot of time. That's weird. So they should have one like in Lansing. You would think Lansing or even here or whatever, but I mean, but part of it is also um, when you're looking at these schools, you got to look at like, okay, you can have these schools, but then look at the school. Like, who has come out of the school? Who has done what from the school? And if it's pretty much a bunch of nobodies, then you're like going, all right, I'm going to go to the school and I'm just going to be another one of these nobodies. So you really, it's ultimately, it's like you want to look at a school like that and go. Nobody school? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of like if you're going to go to a school for, like, acting or whatever, too. Of like, okay, now if nobody has come out of the school and done anything, has either been in movies or television or even, like, Broadway or something like that, then you got to, like, reevaluate, like, right. what the school is you're going for. Like, all right, if you just want to do, like, local community theater, well, then here you fucking go. Take this. But if you're trying to get into, like, the WWE or whatever, then maybe you look at some, there's, like, I think it's called the Powerhouse uh, Jim, I think it's in Atlanta or something. So you just got to go to these different ones. You should just go live on the streets. And just fight bums? Bum fights? Bum fights. Bum fights! We, yeah. we can do that at the uh, new bathroom that they're building downtown. Do some bum fights! Oh, yeah. And then stick meth in my belly button. There you That's go. what you get when you win. You get meth in your belly yeah, you button. you rip it off of them and you put it in your belly button. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a lot of fun. My buddy uh, Josh Pettinger was there. He's the guy who... Um, He's the ring announcer, and uh, he was one of the other guys who applied for the uh, Eric Zane Show position that I did, the second banana job. What was his name? Josh. Oh, Josh Pettinger. The, not the drink iced tea and complain. No, <laughs> what the fuck was that guy's name? I can't remember. It was a J, wasn't it? Uh, Joe. Joe. Joe, yes, it was Joe. But drink no, Josh. Josh also, <laughs> he works at the Van Handel during the Griffins game. He's the guy who has the mic and will go into the crowd and be like, hey, uh, okay, now this is what we're going to do. We're like, all right. Oh, uh, look at the screen, and uh, what movie is this from? And they show a clip, and then you got to guess the movie. And Who can kick it, Sadie you know. Dog through the field goal? Go, Josh, go. Right, yeah, and then he'll do things down on the ice, whatever. So he's he's very much involved in wrestling. He does a lot of these wrestling events. So it was very cool. I would encourage people to go. So good stuff. Good stuff. All right, anything uh, else that you guys want to talk about? Because uh, we've covered everything that I wanted to cover. Nope, I don't have anything. 
Nothing? Nope. Jason, you got anything? I just want to go to sleep. You want to go to sleep? Why? Well, it was a long I day. I sleep last night. All right. Yeah. Let's go to sleep. You got some crazy facts? I, I am. Let's do a fun fact. Jason's got some crazy facts. It's a filler fact. While we're waiting. Filler hey, fact. Hey, everybody. What? Oh, yeah, he already did a woo, woo, woo. Woo, woo, woo. It's the LMNO motherfucking podcast. Woo, woo, woo. Pusky, or whoops. Pusky? Pusky? Whatever that word is, punchkey. Punchkey? Yeah. I so what's your? I almost said pusky. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> that almost sounded wrong. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so what'd you find there, Jason? There's a world record for greatest distance thrown in a car accident. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Ejected? Yes. <laughs> a car traveling? Well, no, not quite a, a ejected. A car traveling 70 miles per hour struck Matthew McKnight, an off-duty paramedic. Oh. Who stopped to help at an accident? Matthew was thrown 118 feet and survived. Wow, <laughs> that's a that's filler. That's a football fact. field, right? No, no that's, that's like a third, third of a football, of a football field. field. Wait, how 118 how? feet. 118. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So about wow, 32 yards. 32. I can't believe that he wow. survived. Not necessarily because of the distance, but because the car was going 70 yeah. miles an hour. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so, like, fuck. That's crazy. It's crazy to me that he got hit and was thrown to me that just seems like the kind of thing where you'd like you get hit and then you get run over if it was like you ride on the hood if for you got hit head on you wouldn't be thrown so it'd almost be like the car and have to skid skid and, and slap him right right that's what i'm saying maybe he had a fat gut and that's why he <laughs> got thrown and he had boulders and, in it yeah it fucking math in his gut yeah and it, it the car came in on the angles the car off the side mirror went into his belly button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had to take out the side mirror out of his belly button. That's crazy. That was a good ride. For some reason, when you were saying that, I just have an image of some nasty person on YouTube. Oh, sure. Filling their belly button with ketchup and their kids' uh, different fries. Like a weird jackass thing. <laughs> Wait, so well, yeah, it's like the belly. Somebody is. Specifically? No, this is what I have a vision. You're, like two girls in a cup. describing the marbles going into his belly button. For some reason, I thought, what if he filled it with ketchup and the kid was saying? Yeah. <laughs> two girls in a belly button. That's what it is. Two girls in a belly button. shots? Yeah, belly button shots. Yeah. Ketchup? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Did y'all shots? Sure. Your dad lay in the freezer for a while. They were giving out shots at the wrestling thing. They were a woman was walking around. She was like shots. Did they glow? And then I wasn't sure like if she was just giving shots or we were paying for. It. But either way, I was like, nope, no, thank you. Here we have some heroin. I'll take it. I'm gonna put it in my belly button. Save it for later. Here, since the people had to wait so long for us to be back, I'll give them a bonus filler fact. Filler. Mm -hmm. Cows kill more Americans each year than sharks do. Yeah, I can see that. While sharks account for 53 bites each year, only one of those typically ends up being fatal. Cows, on the other hand, kill around 20 people each year. Yeah, what? I'm sure. <laughs> well, I'm sure. Wow. Like, I'm sure cows will kick people oh, in yeah. the head or something, and or, or they, they fall stupid. on them. <laughs> well, yeah, that's part of it too. They are. Like, right, I'm not denying they it. That... The lady who stands outside going, "Cows are stupid." <laughs> <laughs> She's got a bullseye on her. <laughs> yeah, you better watch yourself. They're so stupid. Like you stand on your foot, and you're just like, 
get off and you like push them and then they just like come back. Like they don't even right. They don't give a fuck about you. Oh my god. It wasn't intentional then. Right. There's no way. I don't give a shit. It was not an intentional kill from a cow. No. What do you think? A cow's out there like hunting people? Maybe. Probably like kids <laughs> trying to cow tip and they get. Oh yeah, that too. Like a cow or stampede? How about that? A cow stampede? I just can't imagine. Rawr. I grew up on cows or around cows. People trying to ride a cow and then it just yeah. like box them, kicks them in the head. Oh, they're too. They don't. They're stupid. They don't move like Rawr. that. Have you ever tried to ride a cow? Yes. It'll what kill about you. if you get caught between two cows? Yeah, just crush you. Crush you? Be f- cows are like the malachi crunch. They're not very smooth in their movement. Yeah, they're slow and lumbering. Yeah, but they could care less if they're if you're squished they're between clumsy. them. Yeah, but I mean, that gives you the time to get out of the way because they're they're clumsy and you know they're not quick. Hmm. They don't have good like skills. Like <laughs> they're not good on the basketball yeah, court. Right. This is the point. Yeah, it's needs to see the movie. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> they're not good on the basketball court. Is what Jamie's trying to tell you. That's right. Well, thanks for the filler facts, Jason. Uh, that's the Elemental Podcast, everybody. We're Whoa, done. What? What? Oh, the bracket. We're, we're going to save the bracket for Thursday. We, we weren't quite getting enough. What time are we, we at? We weren't, we weren't quite getting enough. How I would like to get a little guys. more. We're going to get a little more. We're going to do it on How Thursday. How many songs do we yeah, have we so far? I don't know. Maybe about 12. So oh, I want yeah, a little I more. Other, otherwise, uh, I'm going to start adding songs myself. We're going to do the bracket on Not Thursday. People. Well, let's describe the bracket for them so they'll get back. Christmas songs brackets, everybody. So if you're listening to this on uh, December 2nd, come December 5th. We're going to make brackets for Christmas song. What's your favorite uh, Christmas song? The artist and the song? Artist? Yeah, because people might like a song that's like pretty popular, but I like I like the Whitney Houston version or whatever. So because I went, or, 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 that one? Yeah, the, the dog barking thing. The Jingle Bells dog yeah, barking. Like I gave so him one, one, but I gave him the artist. Yeah. So there you go. I'll so. do more then. I didn't well, if you can like think of more. It. No, we need to flood it because the more yeah, is the better. On, people. We're picking it out of a hat. So that's the podcast, everybody. Uh, please, on, please go like the fan page on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, there's the Patreon on Saturday. But hey, Patreon is going to be free pretty much this month because Facebook is shit and it's fucking me over once again so that's okay we'll talk about it later and uh hey if you live in the grand rapids area alan true is a comedian he's going to be recording his cd on wednesday the 4th at dr grand's at 8 p.m it's just five bucks so go check that out and uh, all right that's it we're done all right yeah okay we're done thanks guys we'll see you all right